ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Guns in Radio podcast. And now, give it up for your hosts, Chris Caputo and Dustin Bones. The road to 100 keeps going on and on and on. This is episode number 94 of the Guns in Radio podcast. It's also a bonus show as our thank you for getting us to 50,000 total plays across all our episodes. And if you're watching the video version, Dustin is giving you his thanks via his t-shirt. <laughs> That's right. So thank you guys for 50,000. Oh, shit. <laughs> total plays on our show. We asked you to vote for a song for us to review today, and you chose Atlas Shrugged. We're not going to be listening to the Guns N' Roses version of Atlas Shrugged for obvious reasons. Yeah, Brazilian Mafia, thank you. Oh, yeah. So instead, our friend Ann, Ann, Ian, there we go. Been a guest on our show. We talk to the kid every now and then, and I still can't get it right. But we're going to be listening to his version of the song, his cover of the song from his album, Too Late for Democracy, now available uh, for download. And I believe it's on Spotify and all that yeah, good shit. Yeah, it's on all the streaming services, definitely. Um, check it out. So he's done like a he's done a ten uh, tenured uh, Chinese democracy tribute. He's done some other stuff. He's recently recorded like and recovered like a lot of the Chidem stuff and most of the stuff like the the storage locker leaks he's covered as well. So definitely oh, yeah. check him out because he's very talented and he's a good friend of ours. Oh yeah, damn good shit, good shit, good shit, such good, good shit. Pal. <laughs> wow, great minds think alike, man. I know, right? <laughs> we'll go back. I'll go back to pissed off Jim. It's such good shit, King. This is very good shit, god damn it. It's the best shit ever, King. Oh, fuck. Do you even have ears? Yeah, go buy my fucking barbecue sauce, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I've never heard Jim Ross say, you're not going to piece of shit. But it just <laughs> so fucking well with that pissed off Jim Ross voice. Bro, there was a thing like that came to my attention like on Twitter or whatever. So it was, I think, from the Raw after WrestleMania 19, where like Stone Cold gets fired, whatever. And then Jim Ross just goes off like, never forget, 331, 2003. Dude, fucking Stone Cold got fired. Fucking fuck your Eric Bischoff. And he's like going off. <laughs> you know, good piece of shit, Eric Bischoff. Dude, fuck your Eric Bischoff. Fucking WCW. Fucking piece of shit. Man, trash. You used to be Hell my no. boss. Now you're an asshole. <laughs> Hell no, one gonna kiss his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times, man. We were looking because we want to give you guys as complete a show as we can for this bonus episode and that's what our goal for today is um but there's really not a lot we can do with atlas shrugged and we sure had a, a good time with our monkey tournament yes uh if you didn't listen to monday's episode i suggest you head after this one download that give it a listen let us know what you guys think all over on social media or shoot us an email at guns and at gmail.com that's right i mean i don't know we're starting to have second thoughts about our champion <laughs> like we've been, we should have like a top like five ranking. I think a ranking <laughs> been better than just the the head to heads. Ah uh, well, uh, we'll, we'll do it later. Yeah, <laughs> do, it later. do it in post. We'll do it in post. Yeah, we'll do it live. 
Yeah. <laughs> Not done. <laughs> Nobody gets that reference anymore. <laughs> no, God, it's fucking millennial. <laughs> I'm telling you something, kids. I'm telling you something, Kang. Back in the day, yeah. YouTube was where we posted random shit for each other to see. It wasn't nowhere where you went and watched a goddamn movie and TV show like you do today, Kang. That's why it's yeah, called YouTube. Back then, back then these wrestlers were real. These wrestlers are real fucking shooters, man. You know, got your blue fish and your fucking itch strangler, Lewis. You know, these guys will shoot on you, put you in a, a real fucking figure for it. Fuck you, Ric Flair. <laughs> and he goes all Scott Steiner. <laughs> Ric Flair, your little yellow crooked teeth. And it's fast. You should have took a cab. Jabby sucks. And you fucking sick too, Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I gotta give Scott Steiner credit on that. Even he wasn't stupid enough to buy into WCW in the 2000s. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. So anyway, we were thinking about what can we do with Atlas Shrugged here so we could have a... a we normally have a little sketch of some sort here at the beginning of the show. And uh, we were looking into Atlas Shrugged, and here's the thing. I've read the book, okay? I've seen the movies, the first of the three movies. I didn't bother with the other two. Watching the movie, the movie watches like a fucking boardroom meeting, and the goddamn book reads like minutes from a goddamn boardroom meeting. It's, it's got a three out of seven, a 3.5 out of, I'm sorry, a 3.7 out of five. Mm-hmm. on Goodreads. 81% of people like this book, and I am part of the minority on this because I just did not care for it. Mm-hmm. So if you want to find out who is John Galt and all that shit, if you can get into it, Anne Ryan's Atlas Shrugged is probably, I'm going to say it's definitely, what this song, where this song gets its title from. But... Not a lot of funny shit happens in that book. I know John Galt. Hang on a second. If I go to the audio version of the book and I isolate the scene in the book where John Galt reveals himself, he delivers a monologue mm-hmm. that is. Oh, hang on one second. John. Galt speech from Atlas Shrugged. I'm sure it's a lot shorter in the movie. Mm-hmm. John Galt's speech from Atlas Shrugged in the audio book is three hours and 18 minutes long. Woo. Yeah, pass. <laughs> well, I mean, if you want to do a little bit at a time, spread it over like a week or something. It's good enough. In the movie, it's four minutes and 44 seconds. <laughs> so you tell me <laughs> which one I'm more likely to listen to. Uh, but anyway, we decided instead we're going to celebrate rather than bitch about a book that one of us didn't like and the other probably hasn't read. I don't know. Have you read the book or seen the movie? Neither. Neither? Okay, you ain't missed nothing. So we're going to yeah. instead, we're going to talk about something we love, and we love rock and roll. And oh, yeah. today, the day that you're listening to this, that this goes live to the public, unless you're on our Patreon, today is 
April 14th, 2021. And we're going to take, we're going to jump into that DeLorean and we're going to go back into history. And I didn't pull up the sound effects, so we'll just have to, we'll just have to roll with it. Son of a bitch. Food and post. Come on, man. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, Okay, so uh, let's see. Let's start out in 1966, the most overrated band in the world. Record Paper Rider and the vocals for their song, Eleanor Rigby, two songs I've never really heard. That's Paperback Writer. Oh, Paperback Writer, my bad. Which is an alright song. I'm not crazy about Eleanor Rigby, and probably someone's going to shoot me for that. But I prefer Paperback Writer over the other one. No, and that was in 1966. On this day. 66. 66, Kang. All right. Uh, you got something you want to read while we're moving on? Taxi yeah. Um, let me see. Okay, you know, let's move over to 1968. Because um, this is an interesting one. Oh, boy. Uh, for this first certain gentleman, um, producer and fellow ghost that appears on the show, Phil Spector. <laughs> Mary's, Mary's Ronnie Bennett of the Ronnets. Although Ronnie's mother was in attendance, the other two Ronnets, her sister Estelle and her cousin Nedra Taylor, were not invited. And this union would prove to be a very unhappy one for Ronnie Bennett, who filed for divorce in 1972, citing several instances of alleged cruelty. No, I don't believe it for a second. What well, Phil Spector's no past shit. would make you believe he was cruel to a woman? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Phil fucks Phil Spector. Uh, In 1969. Nice. Nice. You know, we could uh, attribute this one to our last episode. The Monkees had a TV special called 33 and a Third Revolutions per Monkey that aired on NBC. The plot featured the rock musicians, blah, 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 blah. Oh, oh, and also had, uh, oh, sorry, the plot featured rock musicians Brian Ogner and Julie Driscoll as mad scientists looking for something to rot the minds of the young people. And luckily, rock and roll was there to save the day in 1969. If this had been 1980-something, this would have been. Yeah, this would have been awful. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Also at Abbey Road Studios uh, on April 14th, 1969, John Lennon and Paul McCartney record The Ballad of John and Yoko, the Beatles single that didn't include George and Ringo. Wow. Paul played bass, drums, and piano with John on guitars. So here's here's half of the band that you like, but, you know, fuck the other guys. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, even the Beatles yeah. are like, fuck the Beatles. Fuck, fuck ourselves. <laughs> we fucking uh, hate ourselves. <laughs> even we uh, hate us too, Ringo. Hi, <laughs> oh, Ringo. Ringo. Why don't you just good. sit this one out? <laughs> <laughs> what is the song about? <laughs> it's about how much John loves Yoko. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I'll definitely sit that one out. Let me know when the bitch leaves the studio. Yeah, about how she's <laughs> ruining this band. <laughs> so she can fucking and, scream in the microphone. And tell Yoko that she's not welcome either. 
<laughs> Even though the song's supposed to be about her. Carol Baskin. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So in 1970, Stephen Stills broke his wrist in a car accident, resulting in the cancellation of an American tour by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Uh, so here's happened. Here's what happened. Stills drove into a parked car while watching a police patrol car in his <laughs> rearview mirror. And that's how you break a wrist? Fucking oh, We've all been there. You ain't never been stoned, see the popo kind of cruising by, and you just kind of keeping an eye on them, and then you bump into something, run over a dog or something. Come on. Hey, we yeah, all been there. Break, you break a wrist, and you, yeah, there goes your tour money. The other guys must have been fucking pissed. <laughs> Axel Rose toured with a broken fucking leg, and Kurt Angle won an Olympic gold medal <clears throat> with a broken freaking neck. But Steven Stills can't tour with a fucking broken wrist in the most stupidest car accident ever. <laughs> this motherfucker wanted to stay home. Car. What are you blind? This motherfucker wanted to stay home and smoke weed. That's that that was just an excuse to get to, that was a means to an end, is all that yeah. was. You don't have to fucking smoke weed with Willie Nelson. That's it. <laughs> oh man. In 1976, Stevie Wonder signed a $13 million deal with Motown. Uh, he signed the deal without actually having read it. Wow. Idiot. <laughs> you get it. I, I actually made that last part up. <laughs> oh. uh, 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 uh. Now it comes to me. Sorry. I was looking for the next one. I'm like, oh yeah. Too, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder would go on to have half of a dozen top 10 hits from several hot selling albums. Mm-hmm. All right. What's next, Caputo? Let me find something here. Let's go. Hang on. Let's go 1980, actually, here. So on this day, 1980, a New Jersey state assemblyman introduces a resolution to make Bruce Springsteen's Born to Run the official state song. After some consideration, the song was eventually cited by legislators as the state's rock anthem. Born to Run, a song about running the fuck out of this town is the anthem for the state of New Jersey. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) You know what's funny is I ain't never met anybody from New Jersey that was happy to stay in Jersey. So I think that's a pretty fair, pretty fair song. (laughs) That's great. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm walking it. All right, that's Brooklyn. Never mind. Yeah, that's, that's like Brooklyn mixed with a little bit of Boston. Yeah, no, Boston. That's what I'm thinking of, Boston. Yeah. In 1984, on the same day, April 14th, Michael Jackson made a $100,000 contribution to establish a 19-bed cancer research unit in the, at the New York Hospital. Well, there's something nice you don't hear. Mm-hmm. And also, on the same day, his song Thriller marked its 37th week at number one in the U.S., the mm-hmm. longest run in rock history up to that date. Damn, dude. Wow. I know. 37 oh, weeks at the top. That's crazy shit. Yeah, well, Eric Bischoff got 83, so 
That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Last 83 in a row. Oh, yeah, same thing. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, what's next? I've made um, my decision on my next one, but it, unless you take it, we'll see. All right. I guess we'll go with this one. This is interesting, actually. 1986, uh, members of the First Church of the Nazarene in Ironton, Ohio, held a record burning after evangelist Jim Brown told him the song, A Horse is a Horse. The theme song from this TV show, Mr. Ed, contains 10 messages when played backwards. Oh my God, hang on. See, I didn't read all of that. I got to record burnings and was like, I, I only read a little bit ahead so I can surprise myself. Let's hear, let's hear this evil fucking devil song. Yeah, they got here. We got to play it backwards. Okay, let's see if I can do that. Play it backwards. There are satanic messages. All right, let's see. Hello, I'm Mr. Red. <laughs> this is the evil song, Mr. Ed theme backwards. Okay, here we go. See if we can hear anything. I heard Satan. Oh. What the fuck? It sounds just as goofy, but like it's in Spanish or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Google what am I supposed to hear? Cause see, here's the thing about this backmasking bullshit mm-hmm. is that uh, you only hear it when, when you're told what you're listening for. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that right there tells you that that that's fucking bullshit as it is. But let's see what I'm supposed to be listening for. Okay. So the song A Horse is a Horse contains the source is Satan. Mm-hmm. And someone song sung this song for Satan. Okay, let's see how well that comes across. Let's try again. He's wrong. It's retarded. So. Okay. That happened. Okay. Well, I didn't hear it, but wow. I, I, I think that's the most retarded thing we've ever had in this segment so far. That's just ridiculous. What? <laughs> You better watch out for that. Uh, you know, there's all kinds of those uh, backmasking uh, stories, though. Some of them are kind of real. Like, uh, did you know if you play Stairway to Heaven backwards, I can actually find that one real easy. The satanic messages that are supposed to be there, that one's a little easier to hear. Yeah. 
Hang on, let me pull that up. It's like it kind of sounds like a like an undistinct like an indistinguishable language with like mm -hmm. messages and things in it. So hang on, yeah. let me. <laughs> See right there, it says Satan is Lord right there. <laughs> <laughs> See, it says Hell Satan right there. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. <laughs> I found a way. <laughs> sure did. All right. <laughs> All right. That was actually the one I was going to pick, though, too. So that's good. Yeah. Okay. 1986. I wasn't even alive yet. I would be born later on that year. But uh, luckily, I wasn't alive mm -hmm. for this idiotic, retarded shit. Because this is the kind of retarded shit my parents would have bought into, too. Yeah. I feel like people of that age are just gullible for anything. Yeah. Uh, you know. But uh, moving on, we're going to move out of 86. We're going to jump a few years here, all the way to April 14th of 1994, where Kurt Cobain was cremated at the Blitz, Blight's funeral home in Seattle. The death certificate listed Cobain's occupation as poet slash musician and his type of business as punk rock. And yeah, no big loss. All right, next. <laughs> Oh man, you know I'm gonna hate on Nirvana and I'm gonna hate on that's why you did that. I know what you did. I just it was interesting or his business was not punk rock. He put grunge. He never it was not punk rock at all. Yeah, no. Just I don't know, odd to me. But hey, whatever. You do you. You know, I'm not punk the one dying, ass, so punk ass bitch rock, maybe. <laughs> Alright, let's see. In nineteen ninety nine. Ooh. Metallica filed their lawsuit against Napster Incorporated. And this is the beginning of the end of my fandom of this band, and I never mm -hmm. forgave them to this day. I, I don't understand how you go and buy a goddamn Metallica album. No one. They sued their goddamn fans. Because this like, had this been the end of it, had they just sued Napster, that would have been one thing. But mm -hmm. no, they went and got lists of, of IP addresses and then started suing motherfuckers individually. Yeah. Like, you sued your fucking fans. And you came back from that? No. Fuck you. No. Yeah. That's... I can't fuck with that. All right. You want to do the next one? Yeah. Cause it, well, going on from that, it even says here, look, they filed against Napster, Yale University, the University of Southern California, and Indiana University... Which is, which is crazy. And friggin' yeah. Yale and Indiana have got dropped in the suit because they blocked Napster on the campus. So, sure. Wow. <laughs> that's the that's the runaround. Fuck, man. Yeah, like uh, they didn't pay yeah. up a little dough. Yeah. Probably that too. But uh, let's flash to 2001. Sean Puffy Combs, or at the time he was known as P. Diddy. I don't know. He changes his name every three fucking years. Like, it's, <laughs> like, it's the Olympics. Um, uh, was arrested in Miami for riding a scooter in South Beach on a suspended driver's license and was released. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better after this. Motherfucker got busted on a moped. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Dude, it gets better after this. Okay, keep going. I'm sorry. Released <laughs> 20 minutes later, he literally is arrested and then released in 20 minutes after signing a promise to appear in court. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that is embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> That's fucked. I can't, man. I, I want. I'd want to crawl in a hole and die if I drove by somebody I knew while I was riding on a moped. Much less be in the goddamn media in the court and get pulled over. And, the, and now you're in L.A. Probably is it in L.A.? Um, it was in Miami. Oh well, oh, well, fuck Miami and a big city. Now all the police lights are going on and everybody's looking at the moped they got pulled over. Or even worse, if it was one of those Segway, is that is it called Segway? <laughs> no, I don't think Segways are around back then, but it is, oh. just as a scooter, so it could be fucking anything. could have been like a Vespa. No, I'm going to tell myself it's a moped. That's even funnier to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh, no, no, no. One of those Razor scooters. <laughs> like the, the motor-powered kind with like the little where you pull the, where you pull the cord. <laughs> <laughs> that could work. <laughs> Motherfucker gonna just ditch the scooter and hauled ass. Like they would, he would have probably outran him, and nobody would have believed him. <laughs> oh my god! We got Puff Daddy on a scooter. Yeah, right, Jim. Go the fuck on. Quit calling us with this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Diddy. <laughs> P. Diddy. Now it's just dit. Yeah. I don't know. He's fucking... Let's see. What did he name himself this week now? Last I checked, it was still Diddy. Or is P. Diddy now? Okay, so he went by Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Puffy, or Diddy. And then he, one time he went by the name of Love. Like, what the fuck are you, Prince? <laughs> I know he went by the name of Diddy because the stupid excuse I ever heard for a name change. He said the P was getting between him and his fan. <laughs> yeah, just like, oh, God, I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> just like R. Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they put the dot before the enus. Yeah, Puff Daddy don't pee on his fans. That's the biggest difference there. We got to give him credit. No pee for Diddy. So <laughs> that's why he dropped the pee was because R. Kelly. <laughs> 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 oh, let's see. Hundreds of fans and friends, including Paul McCartney and Tom Petty, were on hand to see George Harrison receive a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, even though he'd already passed away, at the front of the Capitol Records building. And that was in 2009. Nice. Um, Okay, I have another one in 2009 here. Should we... Actually, hmm... Oh, this is a good one. Even though we're going to jump a few years back in 2003 here on this day. Uh, a man was arrested, accused of making up a Bjork concert and then selling tickets to it. <laughs> this Somebody dude, bought tickets to fuck. Dude, yeah. So this guy, Alex Kokonate, whatever, allegedly sold tickets worth $14,000, $40 a pop, 
after persuading a San Diego nightclub owner that Bjork had agreed to play there, and he was accused of taking the money and moving to Hawaii, where he was then arrested. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty fucking stupid. Oh, my God. Guys, seriously, though, I'm going to tell y'all something. I got tickets. I got tickets to see... Oh, man, what's that dude's name? Never going to give you up, guy. Rick Astley? Uh, yeah, Rick Astley. I got some Rick Astley tickets. All right, he's going to be playing over here at the community center. <laughs> 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 but I will sell you tickets for $40,000. <laughs> 40 bucks a pop. <laughs> 40 bucks a pop. <laughs> I'm never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. You go over there and get never give up, never get let down, then get never and forever, then that's the only two songs I know. Um, uh, I've got one last one. I've got one last one on my list, so if you got one more you want to do before I close it. Uh, um, I do, actually. It doesn't involve... Uh, this is pretty a kind of a controversial one. It doesn't involve really anyone in rock, but this is interesting. I want to see. On this day in 2013... Justin Bieber caused outrage after writing a message in a guest book at the Anne Frank Museum. <laughs> I remember so that. I don't know if you remember this. Yeah. I do. So, oh. yeah, it says here he wrote, Truly inspiring to be able to come here. Anne was a great girl. Hopefully, she would have been a believer. And, like, he got fucking killed online <laughs> for it. What a fucking stupid thing to say, though. Like, I don't yeah. care if you are. You're a dumbass kid. Yeah. Oh, man. You know what they should have done? I'm not going to say they should have never gave that little motherfucker money. They should have mm-hmm. gave him money and then took it all away. <laughs> motherfucker be flipping burgers at McDonald's and shit after having lived this life and been an asshole and like a total prick to everybody. Like at his peak, pricked him. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, take all his monies away. Now the motherfucker got to work at McDonald's and shit. Yeah. <laughs> No, it wouldn't, wouldn't have been a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been funny. All right, last one I got here. In 2018, Bon Jovi, The Cars, and Moody Blues were among the inductees of the 33rd Annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony in Cleveland's Public Auditorium. Ooh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Smell. Hall of Shame. <laughs> All ridiculous bullshit. Oh, bullshit, Kane. It's just about I, bullshit anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, that was an okay performance they gave at the Hall of Fame, though. Yeah, it's fine. I'll give you that. Um, before we wrap up the segment, though, there's a couple birthdays we can get to. Oh, okay. What you got? So on this day in 1945, Richie Blackmore was born. So happy birthday, Richie Blackmore. Uh, you know him from Deep Purple, uh, Rainbow. Well, two kick-ass right. bands. Yeah. Who else we got? Um, hang on, there's one here I fucking had here. Um, oh, on this day in 1980, Wynn Butler, lead vocalist and songwriter from, I don't know if you've ever heard of the Arcade Fire. Mm, they're like a more Canadian heard band. But they're, they're pretty good. They're Canadian. Or so, okay. you know. So, well, happy yeah. birthday. Also, uh, Sarah Michelle Geller was born on this day. Oh, shit. Happy birthday, SMG. Dude, she was so hot when we were kids. SMG, her initials are named after a gun. 
you got to know her after that. <laughs> I wonder what she looks like today. Hang on, let's find out. Let's see if she's still hot. Whatever happened to her? She fell off this fucking face of the earth. Sarah Michelle Geller, but I want to see 2021 or even 2020. Either way, I don't know. She still got that little bit of that cougar milf thing going on. Hey. <laughs> I might. Probably would. Uh, who am I kidding? Yeah, I would. You know me. Uh, let's see. Peter Capaldi. His birthday is today. Oh, happy birthday. From Doctor Who. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Who else we got? Trying to pick out people that are uh, real people. Lita. Oh, shit. Lita's birthday is today. And Robert Carlyle from uh, Once Upon a Time, he plays Rumpelstiltskin. He always plays like a cowardly, fucking prickish character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's his birthday. I'm still kind of scrolling through to see if there's anybody of note, anybody I've heard of without having to, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, dig too deep to be able to say something about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I got. No gunners today, unfortunately. Um, let me double check. Not that I know of, but let's say on this day we go way. God damn, this website I'm looking at goes all the way back to 1527. I think we're gonna skip ahead to somebody we've heard of. Yeah, I was gonna say we missed Izzy's birthday by about a week. So <laughs> happy birthday, Izzy! Happy belated, Mr. Stradlin. Well, that's happening probably while we're recording the show, isn't it? Yeah, April 8th was his birthday. Oh, so, well, from the time we're recording the show, it's in a couple of days. Yeah. <clears throat> we got time to say happy birthday on Twitter and <laughs> pretend like we remembered. And yeah. then this episode comes out a week later. Wouldn't it be some shit if Izzy actually <laughs> seasons? Like, you know what? These guys are good enough fans to remember my birthday. I'm going to go on their podcast. Let me just listen to one episode before I do. And it's this one. Or it's like the first ever <laughs> Izzy song we covered and we like roast it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. No. They completely misunderstood the whole point of the monkey song. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> or worse something something that everybody loved that we hated like here comes the rain <laughs> oh man well that's all I got you got anything else uh, no that's about that's about Ooh. it for now I think it's Anderson time we got Sylvia. into a, oh the UFC fighter yeah so nice. my bad yeah I think it's time we get into a uh, our song review. Let's review Atlas Shrugged. Now, this is not the Guns N' Roses version. We're going to tell you one more time. This is from our friend who covered it. Say his name, Caputo. Yes, from our good pal Ian. A-I-E-N. You can find him. Spotify, music, all that stuff. Um, he's basically... Uh, I think he's covered pretty much every song from Chinese Democracy, and he's done covers of uh, the leaks and all that stuff. And he's sort of like especially his last album which is like a bit of a concept album he's definitely taken these um these sort of unreleased tracks that were you know brought to the public and you know turn them into something else and turn them into his own concept which is really yeah. crazy all right so let's take a listen do it and this is one kid playing all these albums all oh yeah tunes, but... 
Very true to the original, though, instrumentally. take a minute here let's read some lyrics okay yeah so it starts off uh, why should i try and judge the things they say they just won't budge i'm letting go and a shelter for the blind still you manage to be kind but still enough to show me how to keep it together when i'm crying out in vain no matter who's to blame there's still a ways to go so if you ask me to believe your heart won't follow you it's got a mind of its own and then it goes to the chorus you know when it says run and the road gets rough and you're the one whose shoulders just ain't wide enough, whose shoulders shrug when they've had enough. So now this was originally supposed to be the last song on Chinese Democracy. So this was supposed to follow Prostitute. This, yeah, this was actually very close to making the album. I remember Bumblefoot mentioned in an interview he was working on it. But at the when they were releasing it on CD, I guess they didn't have enough room on the actual CD at the time to fit it. So they had to basically scrap it. Yeah. And I think a lot of our expectations for the song and then what we ended up getting, like there's no harmonics, there's mm -hmm. no big band, any fucking orchestra like we probably imagined that there would be. Yeah, because we ended up getting like the old 2000, 2001 version, not the one that was like with Bumblefoot. Whatever. This is basically, I think we have like Fink, Buckethead, Paul Tobias is probably still in the band at this time. Probably have Brain on drums on this one. Probably. Yeah. Um, oh, let's dive back in. We'll chat about it some more in a minute. Yeah. his build up here Just, just, 
I'm really enjoying this cover here. Yeah, it is really good. It's like spot on with the uh, with the lead we got. Yeah. It's a lot cleaner though. <laughs> but what we got was just a demo of guitar solo. Atlas Shrugged. I dig it. Covered by our friend I Ian. I am. I am. I am. The <laughs> A is silent. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the cover that we just listened to, I mean, it's been a little while since I've listened to Atlas Shrugged, but mm-hmm. it's pretty close to what I remember. Yeah, very close. I would say that's like like the closest we're gonna get to like a cover of it without trying to get like fucking sued here. So yeah. Till the album version someday releases, maybe, probably not, but maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Until we get a Chinese democracy box set in like 35 years. <laughs> That'll never happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably a lot of it got lost in that goddamn fire. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah, allegedly. Yeah, I don't fucking believe that shit. Yeah. Well, you know. You know. Um, uh, ratings. You want to go first? You want me to go first? How do we want to do this? Yeah, I'll go first. I mean, um, I can now remember that. we're rating the Guns N' Roses version. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um the the GNR version, I I really like. Like, I I know it was very much like built up the song to be like this like huge thing, especially when you hear the title Atlas Shrug. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, and I understand why some people have their expectations let down, but it's like. I think people have built so much in like in their own head and it kind of fucks with it too. But like, yeah, at first when I first heard the song, like right when the leaks came out, I was like, eh, it's whatever. But eventually somehow it just like caught on with me and I fucking love the song. I really do. And like, it could have actually made China, you know, did some work on it, whatever. Um, some background shit, like, you no know, guitars, whatever, just like do some fix up tune ups, make it sound like, you know, album ready. Like for a rough mix, it's really good. Especially, you know, if it's it's not the, the, the 06, the 08 version, whatever, with Bumblefoot. It's with, you know, the 01 version. Hopefully we get that other version. That would be fucking great. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, we'll, we'll see if Rick knows has any leads on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I really like Atlas Shrugged. And, I'm like, I, I feel it's a really good song. So I'm going to go ahead and give it, like a, like, a solid four out of five. Okay. Um... For me, I was a little disappointed when it came out just because, like you said, you know, we build up shit in our head 
And mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's kind of the artist's fault for allowing it to go so long that we were able to do that. Yep. Um, when it comes to ending the album of Chinese Democracy, as a fan of the of that particular album, one of my favorite albums, by the way, mm. I prefer I would I I wouldn't trade that prostitute ending for the world. For yeah, I think this would have been a good like bonus track or something. It might have been yeah, like when you buy the iTunes or some shit. Could have done that. But as far as uh, songs go, um, I mean, for what it is, I guess it's not bad. It's really hard for me to get past the initial disappointment after so many years of wondering, speculating, hoping, talking to people who had allegedly heard it, who I'm still not sure have did before these leaks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say for me, I can't say it's not on the playlist because it's already on my fucking playlist. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm gonna give it a three and a half just because uh, of the novelty of it. Also, I'm gonna get add mm-hmm. on bonus points for the novelty of being able to show somebody if they get into GNR. Some yeah. shit they probably haven't heard yet. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Even just a side note, too. Like, if you really look close into these lyrics, I really think, like, the song's about Slash. <laughs> <laughs> just the chorus, you know. Um, uh, when it says, run, the road gets rough. You're the one whose shoulders are wide enough, whose shoulders shrug. And he's probably like, just like eh. That's what I think it's about, Slash. Well, I said that about the song Sorry. Yeah, I... People, a lot of people think about that. I, my like train of thought is like, I think Chinese Democracy was like about like his past lovers, whatever, like the the Stephanie Seymour, Aaron Everly album, and yeah. then like Chinese Democracy number two in the trilogy would have been about Slash, <laughs> and then number three probably would have been about all about Izzy or something. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why uh, Chai Dem two hasn't come out yet because he can't get Slash to play the the the, the solos on the Fuck You Slash song. Yeah. <laughs> or he doesn't want Slash to hear the songs. Yeah, he's like, we're not going to play the lyrics. It's just going to be straight instrumental. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ready to find out what we're doing this Monday? Yeah, let's uh, spin that wheel. Let's give it a shot. No G and extra today. But be sure to tune in this Saturday for a brand new Shotcast Saturday. Hell yeah. Empty Adler's Appetite. All right. Empty by Adler's Appetite. Okay, we go. We're going back to Steven. Steven. It's weird how the wheel gets hung up on on an, on a member for a little while. Yeah. Wow, we weren't listening to nothing but Dust songs, and I was about to be like, "Man, we got to figure out. We're gonna have to rig this wheel or something because I'm getting tired of Dust." And then they flung us over into Adler. <laughs> yeah, and then like I remember, didn't we have like a, a straight month of Izzy songs <laughs> last year? <clears throat> Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. We sure did. Well, this Monday, we're going to be listening to Empty by Adler's Appetite. And hopefully, I'm going to check on something real quick. Yeah. Uh, While you do that, let me just remind you guys, we still have two bonus show goals uh, to go through. 150 likes slash followers over on our Facebook page. Uh, It's at gunsandradiopod.com. Or sorry, at Guns and Radio Pod, Facebook.com forward slash Guns and Radio Pod. We're about eight away from hitting that goal. Also, uh, once we hit 10 uh, 
10 patrons over on our Patreon at gunsandradio.com. We'll be putting up a poll there to do a bonus show as well. So we've got two more, two more ways to get a bonus show here. Maybe two more ways to get to episode 100 just that much quicker. You never know. Okay, so get this. The first song off this album that we reviewed was Suicide. Yes. Track one. Mm-hmm. The second song off this album that we reviewed was 99. Track um, two. Which is on Shockcast. Yes. The third song that we will be reviewing from this album is Empty, and it is track three. Holy shit, we're doing this in order almost. <laughs> I know, right? Holy Luckily, we don't have to fuck with digging for the goddamn album now, thanks to our buddy Franz. Shout out, Franz. Uh, yeah, that's which is, actually reminds me. Um, don't forget, guys, to vote in the Guns and Radio 100 episode podcast awards. Uh, you can find that at the, the, the link to on our Facebook page. It's linked over on our Twitter page. You're gonna see at the top of both our Facebook and Twitter pages, or you can check the link in our bio on Instagram. It's there as well. Uh, guess your votes. We have got over like almost 20, 25 votes so far. Get some more, and we will reveal the winners on episode 100. That's right. When we present the Guns and Radio Awards. Woo! What episode is this? What episode are we on now? This will be 94. Shit. So not a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. We got like a few weeks. Actually, it's going to end probably the week before episode 100 because we have to record and get the result in time. So Right, right. So yeah, you got you got about a month. You got Roughly. about a month to get yeah. those votes in. So uh well once again, guys, we can't thank you enough for fifty thousand downloads. Fifty freaking thousand. How incredible is that? So what we're gonna do, we're just gonna wrap up at this point. Yes. We've had a whole show here for you, a whole mm-hmm. bonus show. Yeah. Plenty of guns and radio for one week, right? <laughs> oh no. yeah. Actually not because Never Saturday. Enough. Saturday you're gonna get a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more. And also, if you go to our Patreon, check out our new show, Getting Dizzy with It, and all that good shit. So yeah, thank you once again, though, for real, guys. We really appreciate oh, yeah. all the support and the love that we've been experiencing from the GNR community as a whole ever since we came on board. And well, we've always been on board inside the community, but ever since we launched the podcast. So mm. definitely thank you guys for that. And we certainly appreciate it. You guys have been great to us and hopefully we've given you a little something in return. Mm-hmm. So with that, until next time, I'm Dustin Bones. And I'm Chris Caputo. We'll see you.